Welcome to the Two Americans Podcast. This is podcast number five. I'm Luke. I'm Brandon. Welcome to the show. Uh, our sponsor, Audible. Link's in the description. Uh, 30-day free trial. Two free audiobooks. Yep, sign up for it. All right. <laughs> what are you starting off with again? I'm going to start off with uh, that McGregor video. Yeah, the Conor McGregor video I showed you that was insane okay what'd you think about it like oh it was it was I don't know it was so funny I mean for the most part Connor he was so laid back and he was just so chill you know when everyone was talking trash Mm -hmm. and they were all aggressive before the fight and their faces were nice and then after the fight they were all beat up and they were just you could tell they were down. They had like no self confidence at that point. And yeah. then he—I don't know—the whole time he was pretty much just keeping his calm. He beat every one of them so badly. Yeah, it was. It was. He's one of those those uh, rare ones, you know. Those fighters that actually like become like superstars. Because mm-hmm. he he talks he talks like the Rock and like you know like the. He can like talk smack, and he just beats the crap out of you, anyways. So, I think that's one of the reasons why everyone likes him. At least that's one of the reasons I like him because he he backs it up. Most most of the fighters that say stuff, they usually end up losing. Right. Or if they lose, they don't really take their defeat so well, and they just like cower away. I mean, he's lost a few times, but most of the time he just comes back and knocks a dude out. Or, or beats him in a decision. Yeah, that was... I don't know. I think that was pretty crazy. <clears throat> would you... Uh, would you would you uh, think about the other people that were on the, the... The video showed you where it showed you before and after. Would you think about some of them? Oh, well, I thought... I don't know. Did I you? don't really know any of the other ones by name. I mean, I don't... I, I don't either, but they're kind of... They are up there. Yeah, but I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, you know, they, they, if you like interviewed them probably before the fight, like an actual sit down interview, they probably thought they were going to win. There was like, no doubt in their mind. And then, you know, for the most part, they were talking, and with the exception of like one part, one video or whatever, Connor, he was just kind of sitting there and he was just listening to him. He was just listening to him going on. And then, uh, you know, after the fight, they were just kind of. Gave them a little defeat speech or whatever. Yeah. And he beat them so badly. He was so calm on the table. But in the ring, he's he's aggressive. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about him. He he, he knows he knows how to fight. And he oh, he's the best in the game right now. Because he's going he Well, the Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor thing is still uh, going to... I think it's, it's going to happen. I just don't know when. You do? Still? Yeah, but but they're they're he had like a Q and A two days ago. Uh, they all oh, they there's oh my god he's not gonna be in Game of Thrones. That's one of the other things that I found out. He said that he's not in Game of Thrones. I'm like what? You're not in Game of Thrones, really? And they also said he also said uh, you know he doesn't really want to fight anyone else except Floyd right now. So I think that's one of the reasons why we're gonna see that happen. And it's gonna be epic. Like he's gonna, it's gonna be one of the best 
of fights ever. Like it's gonna it's gonna break records. Oh yeah, it'll make so much money. Uh-huh. And then you see him, and he just he's so calm, and like I don't know who's gonna win. Like if you look at Floyd Mayweather, I think he's a the one of the, the if not the greatest, one of the greatest boxers ever. He's forty nine and zero, so that's like one of those things, you know. He wins one more fight, he breaks the record for undefeated the undefeated streak. Really? Mm. I forget who it was before, but you know, if he wins this fight, if he wins a fight against McGregor, that would be great, and he'll be fifty and zero. But I don't know. He, I, I watch him. I I'm like, hmm. He's forty one. He's about to be forty. Uh, Connor is about 20 I think he's 28 29 he's in his well he's not in his prime but like prime is like thir- early 30s so and he and M- McGregor's taller he Floyd's a lot shorter and smaller and I just think he's gonna get crushed I don't think he's gonna maybe he might go to decision I think that might happen but either that or McGregor will knock him out and that's a big thing to say because most people would be disagree with me that are boxing I think it'll be McGregor. I feel I don't know. I feel like he can take more of a beating than Mayweather can. Yeah, Mayweather. Mayweather's just, I don't know. I like I like Mayweather, but he's I don't know if he, I don't know if he can handle him. I mean, like he just doesn't have the I don't think he has it anymore. I think no. like you see Mike Tyson and uh, you know, Muhammad Ali and you see what happens to them when they start losing. Once they get older, they start, you know, having health issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, they don't really, they don't really, they're not as good as a fighter that they were, you know, 5, 20 years ago or whatever, whenever they were in their prime. And you look at that and you're like, wow, they're not going to make it. Or they're, they're going to get crushed if they go against someone young. Yeah, I, uh, I would love to see that fight i'd pay 60 bucks for it on pay-per-view or whatever yeah that, that's one of the ones i would too i mean they have there's nothing else in the ufc that i like zero fights that i would want to see as like a casual fan i mean i like it but like i'm i'm, I'm not invested that much i could i'll just wait till you know it comes out 30 minutes after it and people release it on like a whatever websites youtube or anything and just watch it there mm-hmm. rather than just pay 60 bucks because those there's not really anyone to watch you know yeah it's just him and everybody else there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy statistics though like he he made more money than the entire roster did which is like a million and something he he had more pay-per-view buys than everyone combined for the whole year Mayweather no uh Connor Okay. Mm. He's he's hilarious. I need to show you some of his uh, press conferences. They're funny. He just starts he just starts talking smack. Really? Mm Mhm. And it's like it's like what? Did he really just say that? And you're like, you just can't you can't you can't believe it. The video you showed me, they're all so like he was. I don't know. He was so chill, with the exception of one where he just goes up to that guy. He steals his belt. Oh yeah, he did that. He did that with the other guy too. He was when he was gonna be the two. He's gonna. He became the two world champion weight champion. 
he stole the other guys and then he put it on there and he's like he just sits there you know all calm like he owns it and it's not even his yet And he wants, like, he has, like, he was going to be, he was supposed to be in the, well, they asked him to do the Predator movie, which I would have, would have been awesome, but, you know, he's, he's like, I got to go fight Floyd Mayweather. Oh, they offered him a spot in that? Yeah. He was going to be the main, the main, uh, protagonist. He was going to be, he was going to kill, I think he's probably going to fight the Predator. He was going to be the main actor. But he's, he just, he just, I don't know, he's crazy. Every time I see him, I'm like, what's, what is he going to say? He's going to say something. And every time he has, like, a, something to say. I want to go see one of his fights. It'd be pretty cool if he ever comes to San Antonio, which he probably never will. But most of them, they do them, they do them all over, so. It's usually in, like, Vegas, though, right? Yeah, Vegas is a big one. That's for boxing, too. He doesn't have a license there, though. He's, he should get one. He has one in California, though. Oops. Uh, Summary fights. Yeah. So we can. So yeah, that's like. Those fights, I don't know. They're very interesting. But you have the the, the so many so many fights that can happen because there's like you know talk of you know I told you there's like three or four that are possibly gonna happen. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of those three or four, I'm like, it has to be Mayweather because that would make the most money. The other ones are good too, but I wouldn't want to watch. I would watch. I would watch all of his. If it's a pay per view, he sold out a Q and A, a question and answer, an hour was just an hour of him talking, and he sold out a stadium. Well, not a stadium, but five or six thousand people, and that was more people than actually went to a UFC event that was like across the street, and. <laughs> They were there was fights over there, he, and he sold more, and that's insane. And he came in in a Rolls Royce. I was like, "What?" Just rolling in a Rolls Royce, and he he talks about Bentleys and he, he talks about Gucci. I gotta show you some of his videos. They're hilarious. They make me laugh so much. That's awesome. Is he is he rich? Like richer than normal? I mean, like maybe fifty or sixty million. He did say Forbes got it wrong, and then May, Mayweather said he had only two point five. I mean, you gotta. Th- he made twenty twenty five million alone in twenty sixteen. So, so I would say he has at least fifty or sixty million, if not a hundred, because he, yeah. he's he's done he's done he's done he did a TV thing, he did other stuff. I mean, it's hard to know people's how much people get paid without them releasing it. Because he has multiple streams of income, he doesn't just you know he's he doesn't just fight. He has all these other things that he does, and those those affect you know. Have the the you know the fights, he has the fights. He has the pay per view buys. He gets a piece of pay per views. He also gets uh, you know merch. There's what else is there? You know, anytime he acts or does commercials or. You know, whatever he does, he gets paid for that. So I, I really don't know. But hmm. Forbes said around twenty-two million 
but I would think it's a lot higher than that. Yeah, he made twenty four million in twenty sixteen, so it's a lot more. That's probably just from his fighting. I don't know. like his. Yeah. So they make purse and they make pay per view money. So he probably he you know gets some two three million dollars purse and then he f- he gets a pay per view money which is like points and stuff you know like uh, he gets like a percentage of the pay per view say like forty percent or thirty percent or twenty that's a lot of percentage so that would be like twenty million something some crazy number but it, you know probably, yeah, I'm probably guessing makes somewhere. I don't know, probably makes like ten million a year from pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that he probably makes around there. I think, yeah, I think the fights will be would be great. Hopefully, it can happen soon. I, re- I would like it to happen sometime, maybe May or summer, so I can watch it. Um, let's see if they have a list for it yet. I don't know. There were. I know there. He's in Vegas right now, working things out with Mayweather. Their promotions. But okay. We'll see. I'll show you some of his press conferences. They're hilarious. He 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 uses the word bum a lot. Like, I changed your bum life. Like, uh, you know that guy. Uh, he was one of the fighters that he fought, and you saw him beat the crap out of him. I forget. I think it was Chad Mendez. He was a Hispanic, short Hispanic guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was fighting him, and I don't know when he was talking smack about him. He was like, you know, like his last fight, Mendez's last fight before that. He was he only made like sixty thousand, and then he said for like purse, so he got sixty thousand dollars, and then whatever uh, bonus or whatever fight of the night or whatever they got, but. From him, and then he fought Connor. He made half a million, so that was a big difference for him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And he said, "I changed your bum life." That's what he said to him. I gotta show you that. It's hilarious. I changed your bum life. And he does. He he stole. Uh, what's his name from the WWE? Who's the guy who owns the WWE? That bi- oh, that billionaire. He's a billionaire. I think it's oh Vince McMahon. Okay, I've heard the yeah. name. Yeah, his his wife is in or yeah, his wife is in the Trump's cabinet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. Are you talking about uh DeVos, Betsy DeVos? I have no idea. I know she does something with the business one. Business, some business cabinet or something, small business or something. Oh, okay. And I guess, I guess she, she pretty much runs the whole. Sh- she runs, she runs the whole ship. So I don't know, I don't know how that works. But she's crazy. Oh, my foot just. Huh? Your what? My foot just cramped up really bad. Just breathe. Oh, no. I know. I was just sitting here and you were talking. I was like, oh, uh, um. <laughs> Okay, Damn. but yeah, we'll show you some more of his stuff. He KO'd some guy in 13 seconds, the fastest KO. 13? 13, yeah. Dang, how many hits was it? Well, I think it was three or two. 
It was just like he fell, bam, bam, done. Or two or three. And it was over pretty quick. And he was a champion. He beat the champion in three, 13 seconds. He was a featherweight, I think. But he just destroyed him. I don't think he wants to fight anyone in the UFC anymore. At least for a while. He probably knows he can beat them all, though. Yeah, yeah, he knows that. He's like, I don't, I don't need to fight these people. I don't need all these guys. Yeah, I'm, I'll change their bum lives or whatever he says. Uh, I gotta show you some of his his uh, funny moments they have, his press conferences too. But that's pretty much it, I think. For and McGregor's gonna happen probably summer, if not by the end of the year, he said, or the beginning of next year. Okay. And okay. We'll see. And if that happens, oh, we're doing, uh, we're going to do something called a, I don't know, like a live fight. Like we're going to watch it live and then we're going to have a podcast live. I don't know. I forget okay. what it's called. Cool. I saw it. Right, so that'll be good. Hopefully we see stuff. I'm also making a, I'm in the midst of editing a McGregor versus Floyd highlights kind of thing. Okay. So like each of them with their own little highlights or whatever? Yeah. So like him being, a, you know, fighting Floyd, fighting a bunch of people, and McGregor fighting a bunch of people. I'm going to put it to some, I don't know, some music or something. I'll put it to something. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Get to compare them mm-hmm. uh, side by side. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Some people think Floyd is just gonna murk, like end it in like ten seconds or the first few rounds, but I don't know. I feel like Connor's too tough mm-hmm. just to go down that easily. He's like, I'm Irish. I'm Irish. I like when he says that. He says that. So. But all right, what's the next topic? All right, what do you think? The future for Apple is. Do you think they're going to have any other big inventions like the iPhone? Anything revolutionary? Because they just hit their biggest quarter yet at two hundred forty-six billion dollars. That's ridiculous. That that's so that's so much. I know, it's but and this is in you know a quarter. This is in three months. That's a lot. That's. If they keep that up, they'll almost make a trillion. That'll be almost a trillion for the whole year if they keep that up. Mm -hmm. That'd be crazy. But other than that, it's just... It's kind of touch and go. I don't know. I I really think they might come up with something, but most likely they won't. No. Okay, did you hear about this? It was... I don't know much about it. You probably, you may do, or may, but uh, you know Elon Musk. Yeah. He was coming out. Uh, he was doing something where he's started build, building like something underground or whatever. Do you know what that is? Yeah, they're called um, brawling or bro. It's boring. Something like that. It's basically you're gonna make a highway underground. Okay, and he's already started that. I think in like California or something. Yeah, it's kind of a good and bad idea at the same time, but we'll see how it goes. Let him waste his money. He's done so much for the economy, and he's done... No, he's not done so much for the economy, but he's done so much for, like, innovation. Pushing new boundaries. 
Without him, there would not be companies making electric cars. Do you think... I don't know. Um, so it's going to be like autopiloting cars underground or something? No, it's just to alleviate traffic. I mean, if if you think about it, you know how you have floors? Why, why don't you just have them underground, you know? Like you drive underground and through a tunnel, and from there you could... I would say expressways. I would call them expressways. So there would be straight shots to uh, major cities everywhere, and then from there you just, you know, they, you know, instead of you know, driving this weird route like, like you know, like you're going like this or this, and you know, going around here, and having to follow this road, well, you know, point A, point A over here, point B right here, straight line, you know, underground, or you could do, you know. Inner like uh, sections where they cross, and have something like that. So one can go that way, one can go that way, or parallel lines. So this side, this this tunnel, this boring tunnel would go to Los Angeles, and this one would go to San Francisco. Okay. I don't know. I, I really don't know how what he's thinking. Maybe he's just he just wants to do it. He he just wants to alleviate traffic because, I guess one day. He was like sitting in traffic and he was like, why am I sitting in traffic? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make, I'm going to dig on the ground. I'm going to make new highways underground. I feel like that's going to be really expensive. Probably doesn't have enough money to do that. I don't, I don't know. That's what they said about Tesla and SpaceX and then he still did it. <laughs> that's true. Like everyone said he was going to fail and he was close to failing, but. He still made it. Yeah, he's got around thirteen billion dollar mm. net worth. He's got he, he spends that money though, and then he okay. makes more. But back, what were we talking about Apple earlier? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. What do you like? I, I don't. I don't see like a major innovation for them at least for a while. I don't think anyone has thought. Wait. Major innovation. I mean, like, I don't even know what you make. I just know how you. I think they're just gonna keep improving, like the iPhones, the watches, the, their software, their the computers. Their. I think they're just gonna keep, you know, keep updating and you know making them faster and quicker, and you know adding adding cool features. You know, because there's a lot of stuff about Apple that I'm like, why why don't you just do this? You know. If you ever think about it, why does the microphone on a phone, why is it so terrible? Head, like you got the iPhone 7, 7, which has, you know, great speakers. That was one of the complaints from the 6S to the 7. So you just improve upon that and improve the camera resolution, improve, you know, the megapixels, improve, improve the, the, the hardware inside, you know. And then from there, we'll see where that goes, you know, because Apple, Apple has a lot of, you know, leverage, especially with a lot of consumers because they can do practically anything. The major complaint from everyone, I think, about Apple and what they need to improve is most likely um, is battery life, definitely battery life. You know, your phone shouldn't be dying so quick. You Like, imagine if, you know, your phone could last you know a week without charging 
or you could have quick charging which is much better or wireless charging the iPhone still doesn't have wireless charging you got the Samsung's uh, with wireless charging I would also like to see expandable storage or larger storage you know they finally did that with the 7 because there's now only 64 120 wait is it 60 yeah. 64 128 and 256 gigabytes and that's a lot of storage and you need to keep increasing that I mean like just you know maybe 120 becomes baseline everyone gets 120 gigabytes improve the camera improve the screen the screen's still okay. not as good as it should be I mean like you got the Samsung which has a much better screen you know what I think would be cool if they did? If you know how they're making the phones thinner and thinner these days? Mm -hmm. What if they just doubled the thickness and just made the rest of it all battery? That'd be See, pretty cool. That, that, that's what I think they should do. I mean, maybe keep the size, but, you know, they keep making things smaller. I'm, I don't understand why. Uh, because you have all these, these, uh, these companies making making smaller and smaller phones I'm like I don't, it's it's already small enough I that's why they came out with the plus because they want larger batteries that's why you get those mm -hmm. and they should be a lot quicker to charge um, they should be a lot faster they should you know have better improvements with the battery the battery is the biggest issue I have with phones iPhones the second biggest issue I would say is like battery case yeah, those those are cool and all, but they're not they're not practical. They're a little heavy. They're a little awkward to hold. They they have a weird shape. They don't feel as right. They just don't have that, that kind of feeling. That you know when you when you get a decent like any other case. What 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 case is that again? This is the I think it's a Mophie something plus or whatever. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna go get this, show you something. I've had the same phone since I don't know eighth grade or something like that. Oh, let me take off the top. So this is called the Thin Charge, guys. The phone case. This has about two times the battery of a Mophie case. It's a lot thinner too. It doesn't have that awkward bump. You see. You see, it doesn't have the awkward bump. It's called Thin Charge. It's the thinnest battery case that I know of so far. Uh, for the 6S, they have a 5S. They have pretty much for every iPhone. And it, it really it, it's really good. Uh, I like how it, it feels instead of the Mophie case. And also the iPhone uh, charge case is much worse. It has like a weird big hump left from what I remember. But the thin charge, I do recommend. But other than that, there's a lot of different different accessories that the iPhone has. And you, there's a lot of accessories that I, for battery charging. Okay, that's pretty cool. So the thin charge case. Mm -hmm. An extra two two hundred percent of the iPhone battery. Yeah, just about. Mine holds one hundred and twenty percent, I think. Yeah. Also, how much, does, how much does that one cost? About sixty bucks. 
Really? Yeah. And this one was like a hundred at the time. It was like brand new and everything. Yeah. But this one, I will guarantee, will protect it better. I've dropped this phone down the stairs, you know, just a million times, and it's still fine. Hmm. But I also, I also like having like a regular case like this one, you know. Right, I know what you mean. I just like the feel. Yeah, if you don't abuse your phone as mm-hmm. much as me. Usually I get a phone every two to three years, so. So. This is, remember that, that case you'd use to borrow? Oh yeah, the, you had a, Mo- like, it was a Mophie too, right? Yeah, it's this one right here, the black one. I had alternated. Same phone still. How long have you had that? Four years? iPhone? Uh, I think three and a half-ish. Yeah, wow. Just about. That's a long time. Yeah, so far, so good. At least right now, it'll probably die on me, you know, in the next, like, six months. Yeah, probably. Just because they're made to. <laughs> They're made to die on you. It's 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 just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really. You can't really. Apple products are great, but they're also pretty bad. I mean, like, some people want phones. They're great. Yeah, they work really well right until the day they die. Uh huh. And sometimes I'm like, oh, should I wait till it croaks? And then I'm like, huh, maybe not. Just upgrade. And then once you get through the, I call it the honeymoon phase of iPhones. It's when you first get it. It's like the first month or so. Like you think it's the greatest thing in the world. And then three, four months later and you're like, oh, this is okay. There's a lot of things that can fix. I mean, I think the perfect design is the 6. The 5 is the one you have, 5, right? 5S? I have the 5S. I think that's that. that's a little too small. I think that you got it right with the six. Keep it that size. Maybe make it a little, little bigger, a little thick. You know, the width a little bit more. But other than that, it's, they make it's a great product. I mean, you got the Samsungs, which are the only real competition. But you got Google. You, have you seen the Google Pixel? Uh, yes. Yeah, I have. Yeah, no, that that's up there now. I would say it's Samsung got dethroned, and I would say the Google Pixel and the iPhone are the competitors right now. Google Pixel look just like the iPhone though. Yeah, but they have a, a little different designs. The much I they have a better camera, better this and better you know different processors. So it's not the same thing. It's the same kind of shape. But it's it, almost like the, it's so similar though. But it has like the the cool thing is it has this glass on the back, which is like uh, for the camera, so it doesn't have that little stupid hump. But you have a glass on it. It's really, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Which, I think if Apple wanted to, they could probably take Google to court. I don't. And I don't think so because the only thing the only thing that's the same is the body. I don't think you can, and the body's a little different. I mean, like, it's minor. This is, I mean, you got phones that look the same nowadays. 
they all they're all shaped like a square or like you know you can't really what if phones were a circle that'd be so awkward see there's not really many shapes you can do a square maybe but most most phones are rectangular so you can't really say that and also they have used different processors they use different out you know operating systems they do use a lot of different stuff so I don't think Apple could sue them for that but they can try yeah I just want to see them focus on you know hardware and some software improvement but other than that that's pretty much it so what's our next topic got another topic I know you had a couple what, what we got um let's see we have uh Trump band okay what, what was you, what do you think what did you think about that the... well he's been saying he you know uh, stuff and immigration from those countries mm-hmm. that he did so I wasn't really surprised yeah but do you think it was wrong no I probably wouldn't have done it. I mean I don't, know. I don't think I'll, I don't really know how people can criticize it, it seems like the safest move I mean you it, it can, it's the problem is that I don't know I think it's just because you know you don't you don't you just don't you just don't ban people from coming into the country this it's a country built on immigration so I don't see I don't think that's a good idea and you're banning all these people and most of the countries you're banning is like it's only seven countries and these countries are not really involved in terrorist acts and you don't have Saudi Arabia huh what do you want to say I think it's it was the seven countries under a heavy ISIS ISIS influence that was banned. Uh, that there's a list, but that there's no there's no terrorists coming from there to America. The problem is Saudi Arabia wasn't even on the list. Uh, that's the those are the people who did not from nine eleven. Those are the people who didn't uh, you know the attacks. So you have one country that's not even banned. You have several other countries that, you know, legitimately should be banned, but they're not banned. If you're going to ban those people, why don't you just ban everyone? That's just one of the things that I think. And also, you can't really, you shouldn't, you shouldn't ban people from coming over here because people are going to get mad. Because people have business and they have families and they go back and forth and do this and that. So I don't know. I think it was. It also creates, you know, kind of a an issue with 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 everyone. Because you know, if you can't go somewhere and you work there, or you have business, or you have to do something over there, you have family, and you have to bring them stuff and do all this other stuff, and you say no, you can't go over here. Well, then they're gonna have to figure a way to get over there. They're probably gonna, you know, yeah, these, there's a lot of people these, traveling. These countries are not, you know, where people go where people actually conduct business it's i'll read them too it's syria iraq iran yemen somalia sudan and libya so i mean all those countries under heavy isis control for the most part if not all and you know they've said that they're going to infiltrate 
the U.S. through refugees. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's you know one of the only things to do. I just think I just think that's was I just think that's a terrible I I just think that was a terrible idea and they shouldn't have done that. You don't think it kept us safe? No. No, not at all. No, that it doesn't help to ban people. It creates chaos. No, it just restricts people from coming. I mean, all these these are bad countries, you know. Uh, You gotta look at it like this, like you know, you have. You have most of them that are good people. What happens when you ban people from coming somewhere? They get violent. People start protesting. People start killing each other. People start, you know, saying, "Why, why, you know that? Why, why are you doing this? Why, why are you not defend?" You know, it's a, it's like kind of a human right to, to not ban people, and that's just one of the things. I think it was a, 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 a what I would have. If I was president or king of the world or whatever you want to call it, you don't. I wouldn't ban everyone. I would lower. I would. I would do what Obama did. I would instead of just saying nobody comes in. You know, I'm gonna set limits. You know, you know, I don't want thirty thousand people coming in, but I'll let in four thousand. So you know, it might be a limitations, just like he did with Iraq in 2011. Most people think he banned them and said no one, no one crosses. But the actual actuality was, or the the facts were that he just limit he limited it from, I think it was eighteen thousand to like eight thousand of refugees coming over. And refugees always come over. They come for school. They come for this and that. So, and even if they the, there's a lot of people with visas, and you know they had legitimate reasons to be here in the U.S. And when you do that, you create violence, especially with them. Huh? They're already in the U.S. at like before the time it was um, active, then they can stay, right? And then yeah, the the issue was that there's they some of them go home and visit, you know, and then they come back and they can't come back because there's a travel ban. So even if they have a visa, they would be detained and they they would be sent back to their country. And then they that was one of the issues. The other issue was that most most of them had. You know, they they have family over there. They go back and forth. You don't think a lot of people travel over there, but they do. There's at least a hundred thousand people traveling over there all the time, and it's 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 a major area. Even though it's the Middle East, it's dangerous. Most people don't go over there. But I'm saying people do go over there. A lot of people do. I mean, there's millions and millions of flights every day. There's probably a hundred flights to that country every day, to those countries every day. So when you, you do that, it creates chaos. I just think, you know, you made people, you, you made uh, the situation worse by doing that. But, you know, it's, it was, it's his idea. I don't think it was, it was the best way to do it. You don't just say, hey, you're banned. You, you're supposed to give people time and say, if he did this, I would have been cool with it. He's like, okay, I'm going to sign an executive order in three weeks from now. And it's going to be a ban. On immigration to this country for 90 days and if you don't get your affairs in order then I'm gonna uh, enact it and y- you know you suffer the consequences something like that you know you gotta warn people about this stuff be- before it before you do it or else people get really really mad and you know that was one of the, the things that happened I think hmm. 
think, let's see. I'm looking at the map of those countries right now. But, you know, you didn't have Saudi Arabia, and that was one of, like, if you had a list, I would have put it on there. Well, the purpose of the ban was just to stop ISIS. And there's not, there's not really a whole lot of them in Saudi Arabia. But those were, were major... You, you What you want to do is where major terrorists come from, not just ISIS. ISIS yeah. is a piece of the problem. Do they still come from Saudi Arabia, though? I mean, that's more of... No, 9-11. Since 9-11. Uh, Boston bombing. There was uh, one guy, I forget what his name. Uh, yeah, one of them did. He was actually visited Saudi Arabia a lot. I don't know, one of those. But that that's some, one of the countries that, you know. I thought they were somewhere else. For some, for some reason, I thought they were like Russian or whatever. Oh, no. Or I had to think something about Russia. Oh. That was, I don't know. He could have handled it better, but, you know, just, just drop the bomb on everyone. Boom. They, they freak out really quick. But, yeah. I'm trying to see where they're from. I forget. And then you have like the Orlando shooting in San Bernardino, and they're not really. They're from kind of. They're born in America, most of them. You have a lot of citizens actually doing it. Okay, so the Sonai guy, he was born in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Was that on the list? That no, wasn't on wasn't. the list. Wait, what is that? Kai. I don't even. I think. I don't even know. That doesn't look like it. But yeah, you. That's that's just one example. They didn't have that country banned, and that was he was a terrorist. So why don't you ban? Him? He was working with ISIS. Now he came from that country. He was born in that country. So you know, you have that. Yeah. What else? See, what what's the other topic? Oh, did you hear about the what's that? A thing that happened in Quebec in Canada. The shooting or whatever. Yeah. What I mean, do you... I know some guy went in a mosque and killed, like, five people, but... Yeah. You know, who was it? Like, where was he from and all that? Uh, He was a Canadian... I think... Hold on. Look it up. I think he was a Canadian citizen, or he was from one of the Middle East countries. Uh, but he... Uh, they arrested two people... Well, oh my God. They, don't look up Yahoo, because a lot of... There was a lot of the new information. You know when stuff comes out the first day? don't have all the information and then the second day you know everyone gets gets kind of gets the information and after that you know everyone got the information but they didn't they didn't release the information well the information wasn't you know they didn't get it right and they messed it up so most of those if it's from yesterday the 30th that it's all wrong because they arrested two people one was a su well. One was a suspect. He's still at large. They don't know what, where he is. He has. He's ginger, from what I remember. How this uh, this guy was just some Canadian or whatever. Yeah, but they, there's one person that 
they thought it was him, but he was just running away because he, his friend got shot, and he saw some police officers come at him, or like not come at him, but open the door and have guns, and he thought it was someone like uh, another terrorist, so he ran away, and so they arrested him, and they, he wasn't he wasn't a, he he wasn't the shooter. There's only one shooter. Okay. And he got away. I think he got away, or they detained him. I'm not sure, but they, they you know, that's a example of like you know, they don't necessarily come from the Middle East, they come from here. Yeah. Right. So you need to be a lot more careful. I mean, like vetting is like vetting process. Make a better vetting process, of course. Limit, limit, put limits on how many people can come in the country at once or at a time or you know make it more difficult have more documentation there should be documentation a lot of those people don't have documentation and they don't keep records and stuff it's a little harsh but I feel that we don't need those people you know like they're a little unnecessary if they're afraid to afraid to fight for their own freedom I don't know if they're good enough to come I don't want to take in all these I mean all these useless people really you know they're just gonna live off welfare oh no that's 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 definitely not them they come here for a better life yeah think about they leave their country like the the only people that leave their own countries is because they want to live a better life and have better jobs and do they're much harder workers than us like as americans Not, not now i feel like and refugees are the ones that go to college they're the ones who go here and you have to have a reason when you come to America on that visa you have to have a reason if there's no reason like I'm just I just want to be an American citizen that doesn't happen oh yeah you have to come here for work you have to come here for maybe you want to study abroad or become you know get a get a degree the other things are you know business related work related um stuff like that you don't come here just to be uh, you know, you won't survive. This is America. We'll eat you up and spit you out if you don't do anything. Even if you don't do anything, most of those people don't. They they actually they can. They, refugees are the most contributing to our country because they they go to college, they get degrees, they work harder than us. They work sixty hours, they work seventy hours. They they push themselves. I've never met someone who's not from a foreign or from a foreign country and doesn't work hard uh, there's a lot of yeah in high school well they're probably born here no they're the the immigrants you know how oh they can't speak though that's an issue that's a big I issue they're trash I mean, because when when you bring people if you don't speak a language that makes it so much harder to learn yeah but these these people they don't even care Us. You gotta see. And you gotta think, were they born here? Because some of them were born here. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like the ones who are, you know, were not born here. But you, you, you have them, and they're, so they have, their families are tough, man. Like, if they don't do stuff, they, they, they get smacked, they get hit, whatever, you know. They, they just get thrown out. But I also think it's an issue because, you know, they, some of them get like, uh, 
you know, special education because they can't speak. Like, it's like a thing because they don't understand something. I mean, if they they have they have their other la their language, which they know, no, and they learning a second language just makes it so much difficult to speak and understand what someone's saying and how to figure out math problems, how to figure out stuff like that when you can't ask in your language and have someone explain it in your language. It's so much better to hear something you hear someone talking your native language. Yeah, I would imagine, but I, I feel. The education uh, so system is broken. So huh? it's the most broken thing I've ever seen. What the, the education kid, system? Uh, K to K to twelve. Like I don't know what's up with that, but standardized testing is terrible. They get I nothing feel like good. Learning right now is so pointless. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not going to use it after this year. And what I learned next year, probably not. It'll probably be about the same. I say school school is like a school is like a building block. You just gotta learn the stuff, basic stuff, and after that, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Do you remember anything from senior year? Uh, I played video games in my physics teacher's class at the end of the year. That's about it. Um, let me think. We learned a bunch of stuff. I remember like concepts, but that's it. If you told me, if you showed me like a problem, I'd be like, uh, you do it yourself, cause I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just it goes in and then it stays there for a bit and then it goes out. But you know it's unnecessary. Yeah, most of it is. Most of it's kind of useless. Let's see. Another topic. Death of the penny. The what? Death of the penny. What's that? You wanted to talk about. That. Oh yeah, oh yeah, death of the penny. What do you? You saw the video, right? Mm, yeah. What do you think about it? I thought it was pretty interesting. Kind of makes. I guess it kind of makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're not. It's. I think they're almost to the point where they're more expensive to make than they are worth, right? Uh, so, or is it already? Like it's that? already like that. It's been like that forever, for for at least fifty six years. So it costs two and a half pennies to make one penny. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so you're spending two and a half cents to make one penny. So the penny that I have is not worth. It's actually a negative number. So, you don't want to have a negative number. No. Your time is worth more if you just keep on going. Don't waste it. So, yeah, don't waste your time picking up a penny if you see one. Yeah, it's not worth it, but it is what, what, what they want to do is kill it in America. Well, at least I want to kill it now. I want to stab it through. Because most countries, they don't have a penny. They, have, they round to the nearest five cents. So, say it was... Say you you bought a what's a, what's a candy? I don't know what type of candy. I don't know Snickers. You want to buy a Snickers, right? 
costs you, let's say, 99 cents. Simple math, right? Costs you 99 cents. So, the, you know, you give them 99, you, instead of it being 99 cents, it'll be a dollar. Or if plus tax, it would be a dollar eight. So we'll just round up to a dollar ten. So a dollar ten, that's how much you would pay. Boom, out of there. But then just, think about all the, all the rounded off money that throughout you know millions of transactions, um, each day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Everyone in the U.S. that be that add up to a lot of money. It's just unaccounted for. No, most most countries do it this way because it's it's much more efficient. You know, instead of making prices like this or that, just make it, you know, round it to the nearest number, the nearest five or ten cents if you want to be like Sweden or something. But it's much better because once you have that, you don't have, you don't, first of all, you kill the penny, which costs two and a half cents to make, which is not worth it. So you, know, you kill that and you also pay less and pay. You just pay about the same because say you make say you do a transaction and it's two dollars and seven cents right well it would go down to two dollars and five cents and vice versa if it was nine or eight something like that. so I think it's a much better system just rounding the number also you don't have you don't have to give exact change to be people it'll be much quicker Okay, so what do you think about the death of the pennies? I thought, I don't know, I thought it was a funny little video. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should probably either find a cheaper metal, because like, most of it's zinc right now, like 98% or whatever. Mm -hmm. Find a cheaper metal, or just stop making them. Yeah, if you stop making them, then you can't give exact change, so you would just do this round to the nearest five cents, like I would say. Give exact change, but then... How would you give exact change? Just use the pennies already existing, you know? And the value of the penny would go up a little bit. <laughs> that might make sense, but... That... And then once the value of the penny's up a little bit, you can start printing. So I guess it'd be something where you make them for a little bit and then stop for the value to catch up with the amount you know and start printing again those pennies disintegrate though you ever seen a green penny mm -hmm. yeah you leave that outside for a week it's gone oh yeah or like a like a year or something that I whole penny's gone pennies get destroyed all the time that's a problem yeah that means the, pen, the value of the penny is just going to go up a little bit mm -hmm. that's kind of like, bad though because then five cents isn't worth as much as a penny. I don't think it'll be that that much of a change. Just hopefully, I don't know. I feel like if they were to stop printing them tomorrow, then the value would go maybe just a little bit, and then probably level off like just right above one cent. You know. Mm -hmm. So what do you what do you think? So I got another topic. This is the last one. It's, um, you know what, you know, like, uh, fast food places, they have, you know, you go in and you order 
you order a person orders for you and now they have kiosks for this uh, McDonald's because the people were wanting $15 an hour and they, they weren't willing to pay that so they switched to these kiosk machines I think from what the article I read but you know articles can be wrong but this is what but there are kiosk machines this is legit they have kiosk machines and you know you click on it you know make your burger make your your meal whatever coke blah 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 that's you know you only have one or a few people you have a few people cooking and someone takes out your food that's pretty much all you need right so you eliminate a large large majority of people from fast food jobs I think I think it's the future I think people are gonna panic because of this happening because a lot of people a lot, a lot of I wouldn't say uneducated, but most, you know, people, these are starter jobs for people. I think it, no. I think it would initially be a little bad for the economy. Then later on, it should be a benefit just because, I mean, we won't have so many people stuck in a dead end job and it's not going anywhere, you know? Mm. They'll be like, kind of forced to do something. I mean, you have 16, you know, when you're 16, you know, 15, something like that, in your first job, want to get your first job. There's going to be people, you know, I mean, anywhere else, like if you go to Bill Miller or whatever, there's going to be people there actually serving your food for you while you speak to them. Mm-hmm. But, but like anywhere where you just go to a register just to order, mm-hmm. you can see that. Um, I guess switching would be better for business. Um force some people, you know, the people that work at McDonald's, you know, from till they're 30 or even longer than that or whatever, I feel like it'd force them to actually get out into the real world and be productive to society. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think it's going to happen, but, you know, a lot people, people, people are fighting it. A lot of people fighting it. I think initially it'll be a little... Like, it'll probably scare some people, which may be bad for the economy or whatever, but then... What do you think, what do you think about the minimum wage? Minimum wage is seven twenty-five right now? Yeah, and the federal minimum wage, yeah. What do you think it should go up to? Because it should increase. I don't know. I just don't... I don't know what the number is. I would say 10 or 9. No, I think it's good where it is, honestly. I mean... I mean, I mean you can't... Right don't even pay minimum wage. Even McDonald's pays like eight fifty or something, or like eight bucks or whatever. Yeah, but you you gotta have a standard eventually. I mean, like if you have this dude, I mean, you have so much. You just have to have a standard, and that standard has to increase a per like like what I would say is you know increase it a one percent every year or two percent every year. That's like ten cents every year. I would do something like that. So like along with the rate of inflation? Yeah, something like that. Just to keep it going, but you wouldn't be uh, surging prices. But I do think it needs to go up at least a dollar or two. Because some people get paid. Like you, If you're working a seven twenty-five hour, you're making maybe $15,000 a year. That's full-time. Right. That's full-time. That, and, you know, there's retail jobs that or, you know, actual jobs that you would think pay, like, 9 or 10, don't pay that much. Because, 
because there's people getting products from China and they want to make the most money so they just they just pay their employees whatever the minimum wage is and that's it I'm pretty sure that you know the minimum wage I think that really only applies to fast food no you have retail jobs that are minimum wage you have lots of jobs are minimum wage so the cool thing is that states states have you know they can make laws so certain districts certain places in certain cities get you know say they pass a law or whatever minimum wage here in Seattle is $15 an hour or here in California it is nine bucks an hour that's how it's done currently but you don't have a federal minimum wage so you have people that are living maybe in a you know I think Los Angeles is one of those that you can pay someone seven twenty-five an hour, and you shouldn't be able to do that because it's such an expensive place to live. Even if you made ten bucks, you'd be that'd be struggling. Twelve bucks, you'd still be struggling. You need at least make fifteen or twenty. A minimum wage job is not the only option for somebody. You know, that's usually for someone who is either a college student or in high school. You know. Yeah, but you you have you have people that. Take these jobs. Okay. If so, you have wage, it's too high. Steel workers. I know some steel workers that make seven twenty-five. That's ridiculous. They shouldn't be making that low. What company? I highly doubt that. Uh, I forget what the company is. I think they got shut down or something. But oh, that's why. But that's because they they shipped it out to China. <laughs> Bring the jobs back. But you have all that stuff going on, so you need to fix that. You need to find something. At least federal minimum wage has to go up. I don't think it should be $15 an hour. That's ridiculous. No, I think if you increase the federal minimum wage, it's more of an incentive for people just to stay where they're at, you know? But you, you, have, you have to have a balanced society. If you have everyone being rich, you can't have everyone being rich. That's impossible. It's wealth and equality here. It's just, it's just not a practical system that works. So you have to have people at the bottom. Not necessarily, what, what I'm saying is that there's a pyramid, right? The poor are at the bottom, the people that can't get good jobs or can't, are not educated, and they don't have enough money to go to college, they don't have enough money to do anything. So, you know, they stay there for a lot, they can stay there for a while. But I want them to be able to break the ceiling and climb up, you know. Cor- they used to have, you know, the corporate ladder was a big thing back then. Nowadays, it's not a thing. People want to be self-employed and, you know, you have Uber making jobs you have you know lyft making jobs you have other companies that are self-employment companies you can work from home you can make money off of youtube you can make money off of anything uh let's see how much you can make with uber i think it's a lot that's why i tell people just do uber it's like maybe 15 bucks an hour around around 14 40 thousand a year it's a lot that's a lot, That's especially around, for first shot. That's around twenty dollars an hour, and it's it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, like, I tell people just do it, just do it. But yeah. other than that, I think that's a great idea. But uh, all right, I guess. Oh, looks like it's been an hour, so gotta end the show. All right, say all right, goodbye, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, like, subscribe. We have four subscribers now. One more and we are on.
Social Blade. Yes. Do it, yeah. Going big or going home. All right. Bye, guys.